You're listening to Games from the Cellar, where we play board games and then we talk about them. My name is Steven, your host, and tonight I was joined by John and Samuel to play the most talked about game of 2022, Ark Nova. Ark Nova was designed by Matthias Wiggy, was published in 2021 by Capstone Games in the United States. Ark Nova is a Kennerspiel des Chars recommended game of 2022. It was also nominated for the 2021 Golden Geek Award for Best Solo Game and won the 2021 Golden Geek Award for the Best Heavy Game of the Year. At the time of this recording, Ark Nova has an 8.6 rating with 20,000 ratings on BoardGameGeek and has a ranking of 4. It is a 1-4 player heavyweight game that should play in quote 90 to 150 minutes. There has been one expansion announced, Ark Nova Aquatics, that is a planned release for 2023. Thank you for joining us in the cellar as we go in-depth with Ark Nova. All right, gentlemen, welcome to the basement. Today we're playing Ark Nova again. 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 For what, the fifth time? uh, I think fourth or fifth sounds right. Uh, We've all played this a few times at least. What is your impression of Ark Nova as we go into this? I mean, I gotta be honest, I do like to complain about some things, but I have a good time playing it. I don't know why that is. Can't can't quite put my finger on it. Yeah, there are a lot of moving parts that, on their own, seem like a lot of fun. And once you, like, finish the game and are looking at what you have done, it almost doesn't feel like it was worth the three to four hours that you played. <laughs> That's but, accurate. But in the moment, you're having a lot of fun, in, I feel like. In See, the moment, I come in with these big plans, and then afterwards I realize... Nothing happened that you planned. Uh, yeah. I, I, and, and what you have is a, a, a bag of bones sitting in front of you. I mean, you play Alhambra, you have a palace, and maybe it's not beautiful, and maybe it's got one arm that goes sticking out in the middle of nowhere, but but it's your palace. And in this game, I always feel like, well, these were the cards that showed up on the table next to me. And so this is what I'm hanging my hat on. So I I just, the best laid plans just seem to kind of be sort of arbitrary. So, So in spite of this being this grand strategy game, it is all tactical. Whatever cards you pull, guess what? We're doing turtles today. That's, that's what you're getting. That's, that's what, you what you're playing. You you don't go into this game with a plan. You come into this game, and a plan is made for you. Yeah. And it's whether or not you can execute the plan that's been given to you as efficiently as possible. Um, I mean, it's not the worst thing that a game could be, but in a game like this that is going to take three to four hours, I know some people are going to gnash their teeth and be like, it's a two-hour game, whatever. We like 92 to, minutes. We like to talk to each other. We like to have fun. We like to look at the cards and tell stories about the penguins. Um, you know, whatever. It, it's a it's a three-hour experience for us. You're, you're, given the, you're given your strategy to you, and for a game that's as long as this is, it seems like a game where you should be able to build your own strategy. For a game to be this long, it shouldn't be it feels like it shouldn't be tactical, but it's what it is. It's a very long tactical game. Yeah, there's there's a flavor of strategy. You can kind of pick and choose and aim yourself, but I mean, even that's really just about expanding your options. All right, so looking back at our stats, we have played four times. 
Already? This isn't the fourth? This, this is the fifth? This will be the fifth time. Okay. Uh, John, you've played it three times, and oh, Sam's played it three times. Um, but you both have two wins each. So, I Really? I haven't won this one at all. I've won this game? You've won this game twice. Then why don't I like it more? You're going to have to answer that one. <laughs> So, um, you know what? We're going to just go ahead and give this game a roll, and this may be the last time we play, so stick around and we'll tell you what we thought. Let's see what happens. All right, so the table's clear. We just finished playing Ark Nova for our fourth time as a, as a threesome. How did we do? What did we think? Steven won, so I didn't like the game. Steven, yeah, I did win. Um, I won pretty handily, but, you know. All right, you won by an action. <laughs> you can say that, but if I had an extra action as well, it would have still been the same, so. You know, I'm thinking back to that time I burned an action to get an X card or an X token. That was it. That was the one that cost me the game. Yeah, well, you didn't have anything else to do, so. And that's why I lost. Yep. <laughs> John, how you doing? Ten thirty-two p.m. Ten thirty-two. Yes. Is that was that our end? That's that's when I wrote the game off. Oh, gotcha. So half an hour ago. <laughs> yeah. So we played for just shy of three hours, mm-hmm. and we we weren't doing a whole lot of learning this game or even reviewing. I mean, we were we were rolling along, and it's a three-hour game. Yeah. So it's a three-hour game. It's a three-hour game. I. Right. Any, anybody telling you otherwise is pretending yeah and and or, frankly or, there were times when we were kind of playing like if i'm drawing cards and sam is not quite finished up his action he's he's finishing up his stuff i'm grabbing my cards and i'm looking through to figure out what to discard and you're doing the same thing so we were rolling right along it's not like we were right and that's not a bad thing but what, it, a three-hour game yeah but i, I do think it detracts a little from the game right i mean i, I had a fine time but i wasn't paying attention to what you were doing no, right? but why I, would you? I, yeah, it I mean, short, short of making sure everybody's enforcing the rules, you really don't need to look at what everybody else is doing. It just occasionally somebody shouts up herbivore, so you know, I know I get my two dollars. Yeah. yeah, I mean, and that's and that's the gentleman's agreement that we have playing the game. Like, we're not so laser focused on each other's board state that we have to know for ourselves that oh, John is the herbivore guy. And there's, there's nothing pressing in the game that forces you to understand where your opponents are. Yeah. And with as big a footprint as this thing has, it would be near impossible to keep up with each other's board state. Just because you've got this massive board in the middle that takes so up all this stuff. real estate. I mean, it's necessary it's real estate. I get it. But it's it's really large, and it just – and we've got a standard, like, six-foot folding table, and – Barely had enough room to set everything right. up without it hanging off the edge. Right. So, yeah, I mean, it would be near impossible to to be able to keep up with what's going on on everyone else's board. Yeah, and and like I said, there's no burning need to. Yeah, yeah. you don't need. I mean, I mean it comes it comes right down to it. You're 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 playing the game to score your points. Yeah, and and there there is so little entanglement with the other players that it really just doesn't matter. So that's fine. You're doing your own thing, but I kind of, I kind of got, I don't know, so somehow my board state. I mean, the actual physical geometry of my board was just not allowing me to do the kinds of things that I wanted to do. So at, at that point, I kind of became 
I don't know how to put it. It's 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 almost like the game is complex for the sake of being complex. It's almost like one of the design goals was to let's see how many special rules we can make that will all bounce off of each other. It's it's like Magic the Gathering on, you know, two quaaludes and three amphetamines to try and make things as complicated as possible. And at some point in around 1032, I'm sitting there thinking to myself, you know, I could have billed these three hours to my customer and made money instead. And it would have been better use of my time. And frankly, I might've enjoyed it more (laughs) because I would have some feeling of accomplishment when all was said and done. I mean, that's fair. There's a lot of moving parts in Arc Nova Mm -hmm. that, don't really intersect with each other much. I mean, you've got the map that you're actually, you know, putting little enclosures out on in the appropriate hexes. You've got your cards and their requirements and their costs, and then you've got the three different scoring tracks and the association board. And you're the only thing they're missing is an auction. Halfway yeah, through the game, yeah, I thought, I mean, what are they missing? Got, you've also or got drafting. The, you also got the carousel in the middle. no drafting. There you go. <laughs> no drafting and no auctions. But it, it's like, God almighty, it's like, you know, find a rondel, put it on the corner of the board. They probably have an expansion planned. Yeah. And, I mean, some of them tie together well. Like, I actually enjoy the scoring track, mm-hmm. the appeal against the conservation. I think that's neat. I enjoy that. Mm-hmm. Um, but a lot, some of it feels tacked on. Like, the enclosure map feels tacked on to me. All right. So I was thinking about this the other day. So one of the things that is kind of talked about is, especially when comparing it to Terraforming Mars, is instead of having the one map in Terraforming Mars of Mars or whatever planet you happen to be playing, you've each got your own separate map. And a lot of people seem to think and I'm I haven't played Terraforming Mars recently enough to to really remember but the stakes on the shared map of Terraforming Mars isn't really that high so a lot of players sometimes tend to maybe skip out on it or only put out when like there's a bonus or something it's not like their main focus no it it isn't um the appeal there is I think mostly a visual one is mm. you get to actually see the planet fill up with forests. I enjoy that aspect of it. But there are a lot of points to be had if you win the surface game, so mm. to speak. And and the tracks are you're all fighting competing for positions on the tracks. The OT yeah, track I mean the tracks are I think totally different. Yeah, so And there's there's, there's none of that here. Frankly, so there's, I think there's, there's not there's you know this this boils down to fundamentally a game is where there is a conflict for something. That's that's what makes it gamey. There's contention. There's scarcity. There's something that everybody wants a piece of, and this game doesn't really provide that. There's no there's no burning animal cards that suddenly you really need to get. There's no um, um, there's no particular piece of real estate that's not completely under your own control. Mm-hmm. And because of that, the the result is you're kind of assembling a a zoo robot out of a bucket of parts and quite frankly I'm looking at it and halfway through the game I'm thinking it's it's like that mason jar on my dad's workbench that is full of nuts and bolts that don't 
match mm-hmm. and you're digging through trying to find a way to make things match and there's some matches in there but you just gotta kind of you gotta work for to those matches yeah so i think my point that i was making with the map is with terraforming mars like yeah you can it's a strategy to win the surface game but here in arc nova the maps are part of your limiting factors they the map is a resource because you have to build it's a step resource i would say because you have to spend your money to put the enclosures down where someone could say just make the make the animals cost more so like an animal that goes in a five enclosure they cost 10 more well that's great you're 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 getting money you adjust the money so you get you know more money but then you don't have the whole like well i can only actually fit with this board set up i can actually only fit one five enclosure because the board is so crazy yeah so there's that economy that goes with it. I think that is an interesting piece of the puzzle. Like I actually think the map section in Arc Nova is um, is pretty is a pretty interesting piece of the puzzle. But again, it is a piece of this whole big mishmash of of things that just make this game what it is. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm not disagreeing with you. It is an interesting puzzle piece but it doesn't feel connected to the rest of the game. Um, it's one more stone in your shoe. It, yeah, yeah. It, it's just another thing that you, you do, and that's fine. But I just, like uh, like John was saying, there's nothing to compete over. Yeah. Right? I mean, there were some, like, in the be- very beginning of the game, John and I were button heads over universities. Right, and, and, then that, and I got caught in the fallout of that for one round. You got right. kind of caught in that. and There I we mean, go. That's why I lost. Yeah, because John took the one university. Yeah, but, I had well, to take the actually, second choice. And, and frankly, it was just by dumb luck. I had absolutely no clue. It's not like I was countering a position that you were yeah. in. It's like I took it and you went, crap. It's yeah, crap. I mean... It, it's the resource. It was a resource for a card in my hand. You have no idea what right. I'm holding in my hand. Right. So, so it, at that point, there's no. You know, wants to talk about player agency. Well, you get to control your fate. It's like, well, that's you do. Controlling your fate is great, but the ability to affect somebody else's fate at the game makes typically makes games more interesting. Mm-hmm. People generally like that, and in this game, there's just none of that. Well, the other thing is context, right? doesn't matter how many choices you have if all of them appear the same. Okay. Right? Um, you know, you learn that running RPGs, right? Um, it's you, railroading versus actually, like... Well, my point is, if you take a, a group of players and slap them down in a sandbox and say, all right, there's three paths, which do you choose? Well, unless you provide detail, those three paths are all the same. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter which one they pick from their perspective because they have no way to distinguish between them. Yeah, and as the DM, you can say, "Well, I really wanted you to go down path A." So, well, that's the quantum you know what, ogre. path C becomes path A now. Yeah, I mean, that, and that's the whole quantum ogre argument. Yeah, um, but the point I'm making here in this game is, yeah, you have choices to make, but just because you're making choices doesn't mean you have agency. Mm-hmm. I mean, a lot of it's dictated by the cards. And we said that at the top, you know, this isn't really a strategic game. You can you can go into it knowing 
that you want to I, I, don't, I don't even know because like when i every <laughs> okay. every time when i you sit, sit down, down to this game what do you go in every saying, every time this is what i want to do yeah every and, time and i sit down i'm like you know that i will say i actually did sit down with a plan and i made it happen i but mean, I mean for my me, plan was vague i was like i'm gonna do a lot of conservation projects and i did i did six of the eight you can do yeah or seven so I did a lot of conservation projects. Yeah. I I was like I, I want to backwards. build out a very diverse zoo because <laughs> the first basic com, uh, conservation project was diversity, and I'm like, great! I want to be diversity. I want to get and to you that. Had every carnivore in the deck. I got nothing but carnivores <laughs> and herbivores. I think I had the least diverse. I had three different symbols throughout all of my cards. Right, and that was like the last turn, right? Yeah, I mean, all the way through the entire game, I had, like, four, six predators and, like, three supporting herbivores. Yeah, I mean, I got a lot of conservation projects done, but, I mean, I I didn't win doing it, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. I, um, I released a lot of stuff that, in hindsight, maybe wasn't great. Yeah, um, I don't know. Like, I really think um, just the the type of animal that I had, like, all the all my predators had... The special ability where they got more points the more predators I had, and I kept getting predators. And so that last lion that I played got was worth three appeal or worth nine appeal, and then had another five bonus appeal on it because I had five symbols. And it's like, okay, great. I just got 16 or 14 points for like almost no money because the lion, for whatever reason, isn't very expensive. Yeah. So. I mean, that's, was... that's another thing that's kind of odd to me. The way the cards are designed, mm-hmm. I kept getting a lot of cards that had hefty requirements mm-hmm. that were seemed like they'd be way more helpful in the early game. Yes. Like the large animal specialist, which you were, needed like uh, six influence and an upgraded sponsorship card, mm-hmm. which you can probably have mid-game if you're going for it. Yeah. Right? Um, but it wasn't worth any points itself. It just gave you a free enclosure and made it easier to play large animals. Yeah. And it's like, okay, great. So I would expect the cards that let you build up to be easy to get, and mm. then the cards that give you lots of points are hard to get. Yeah. Yeah, it seems almost backwards, because I had a card that was early in the game that well, it was early in the game, but I had already kind of gotten ahead in appeal to where um the card the card basically was one of the ones that has the 25 appeal limit and there was and it required an upgraded whatever and it, to get any points out of it you needed diversity well i wasn't mm-hmm. getting the diversity just because of my card draws but even still like to get to a point where you can upgrade your card before 25 and still be able to play enough animals to make that card worthwhile, it, it the math didn't add up. And it was just like, this is a dead card. Yeah. Like, you looked at it at first, you're like, oh my god, this is so great. I can build up to it and get a bunch of points. But no, there's that 25 limit. It's like, I can't even, I can't even get the other prerequisite before I get to 25. Yeah. And, and really, I think it boils down to, it just doesn't strike me as a tightly designed game. There's a lot of ideas, but it feels like it could use some pruning. Oh yeah, there's a lot of development that could have. I mean, I'm sure, I'm sure they put a lot of development into it. I think they focused on the wrong things. 
And a lot of that is production-wise, too. Because, I mean, every time we pull this game out, John looks at it and he's like, okay, what's a sponsor card? Okay, so they're blue, right? But I thought the... I thought the um, What's the association. other thing? The associations. Yeah. They're blue. We just they're blue, the right? We can't remember the term. The, I mean, the yeah. action... Yeah, they could have color-coded the action cards. Um, I get why they didn't, but I think that decision could have used some... I mean, they could have put some a color codes like maybe the borders or left the borders blue and pink for the upgrades. Yeah. And then like the, the base color be more matchy towards the, the action that's going on. But you just keep looking at, and it's really, it mostly boiled down to association and sponsorship where there was no real good indication of which action it actually was because they kind of mean the same thing. Sure do. And it, it it's just a big miss because every time we wanted to do like, oh, I want to do a conservation project. Let me move my sponsor car. Oh, wait a minute. That's the wrong one. Well, great. My sponsor card's what's at five. I can't actually do a conservation project. Now I have to like go back and, and see what I can do with my board state because the plan that I had this turn, I can't do now. Hmm. And it, it's all that whole thing is just a huge hang up on the physical aspect of this game. Well, what got me was the the animal card with the partner zoo requirement. Mm-hmm. Where the same symbol means something different depending on which card. What type of card it's on. Mm-hmm. Um so yeah, the one time I got you this game. Yeah, so normally Sam, I'm on Sam top is of the our, rules. Sam's but. our rules lawyer. Yeah, this time, it, if it's an animal you need, and it has the sponsorship symbol, you need or the partner zoo symbol, you need the partner zoo from the continent the animal belongs to. Mm-hmm. But it's the same symbol as on the sponsor It's cards. just a handshake. It's there's, a handshake. It's not color-coded. It's black and white. And I don't know why it is that way. I mean, it, it's there's so many other ways they could have designed that to make it more clear. Um yeah, there's 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 definitely usability issues. This this kind of has that race for the galaxy feel feel to it, where you know everybody will tell you that the symbols are perfectly intuitive once you learn them. Which yeah, once of you, course is an oxymoron. Yeah, once you but, learn them. Like I've played six hundred plus games on BGA, and I still have to stop and think what certain symbols mean, especially when I start adding in the expansion sets. It's like, oh my god, what is this? What are these hieroglyphs? I it's like I need a degree, I need an Egyptology just to figure some of these out. Mm-hmm. But you know, base game, whatever, it's fine. Like you can you can pretty much intuit. But well, you, you yeah, have you're to talking, have you're talking race for the galaxy. Race right for now. the galaxy. Well, race for the galaxy is perhaps ten percent the complexity that Arc Nova is. Yeah, and Arc Nova has all of that piled on top, and it's got these odd, frankly, you know. The associations are people, and the sponsors are not. I mean, the, the actual shape sometimes. of the pieces, yeah. but right. But I mean, you know, your, your sponsor's a chicken. I mean, there's, a, there's, <laughs> there's there's just parts of the game that just don't seem to yeah. make sense. But but on a, on a on a bigger picture, and you know, this is you know the, the you know the concept of playing a game is you know you get handed a color, and there's this this is me, these are mine aspect to it. This is what I am building. This is what I am personally invested in. 
and I've played this game, what was it, four times This now? is the we fourth time. Look this up, and I can't remember my prior plays. Now, I've got plays of a choir from ten years ago that mm-hmm. I have memories of yeah. because something interesting happened. In these games, I end up with a zoo that doesn't really look like a zoo. Certainly on the map, it doesn't look like a zoo. The cards sitting beside it are just sort of this They're stacked gob. on top of each They're other. You don't gob, get to... Goo. They're yeah. not. It's you, you're not a you're not a lions and tigers zoo. You're not a snake zoo. You're just sort of these odd amalgam of pieces. Zoo. And you've yeah. got sponsors mixed in there and everything else. And it's just like okay, so it's just it's just a pile of cards. It's, and it's, you know what? It's not even a pile of cards anymore. It's just a pile of little bonuses or little knocks or little things that you total up at the end. And it's I mean, just it, and so, yeah. so 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 you so you end up like I said, you end you end up with this this mason jar full of pieces instead of a game that has a central core concept that can describe what it is without discussing the rules. Yeah. I mean frankly even the actual building a zoo mechanic where you put the, the enclosures out like you said, that's a fun part of the puzzle, but thematically it falls flat when you realize that the animals you play aren't actually associated with those enclosures at all. Yeah, once you like place, that, it doesn't matter. Yeah, once you place the once you place, once the, you card, place the card, you flip down, the enclosure, so you flip right, it over. Whatever. You have no clue. The, and so it's the, like, so, wait a minute, where are my flamingos in this zoo? So, so, uh, so who knows? So, and it doesn't so how matter. Do you, one how, of those two enclosures. How do you walk through that zoo? From the the front to the back. No, but, yeah. I, I, but my my point is there are, there are other games about zoos that I have played, and there is a mental picture. The ice cream machine is next to where the monkeys are, and you mm-hmm. and 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 there is a you you can walk through your zoo. Yeah, and like Zoo yeah. Loretto does. I mean, that frankly, really I good. think yeah. I think that for me is the the missing the missing thing that kind of kills the theme. Mm-hmm. Right? right, I'm I'm not attached to the enclosures in my zoo. I don't go, oh, this one's the the monkey exhibit or whatever. It's just okay. I flipped it over. Uh, I'm gonna keep going. I don't care. You know, because it, I'm it. They're not tied to each other. I'm not building matter. a zoo. I'm just right. I'm yeah, just, putting even, I'm just covering hexes on a map. And yeah, even when you flip them over, yeah, they're bright and they like the 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 unused side is pretty bland. It's very dark. And you flip it over, and it becomes this bright. Everything is greener, but there's no like little monkey on the side, or there's no like alligator swimming right. in the water. There's there's, there's like, no little meeples. There's, there's nothing to describe it. And and I'll be honest with you, the fact that they're hexes in the first place, why the heck did they make them hexes? Have you ever been to a zoo laid out in hexes? Have you ever been any place where it's laid out in hexes? It should have been it should have been square blocks like every other game that has ever done anything like this where you're building a city, you're building a town, you're building a zoo, you're building a building. It should have been in squares. The hexes makes it I I, I just I don't know. It's just there there are design decisions here that I'm just like did you set this down in front of anybody other than yourselves i think so i think the hexes are so they could make more interesting shapes no that's what it is less interesting shapes you can make really interesting shapes with rectangles because you make a little you can do a whole tetris thing if Mm -hmm. you want to do it with squares with hexes you're kind of stuck and they don't even do hexes very well because if you want a five enclosure it looks exactly like this there's no options and you know what your yak probably doesn't care if he's in a long thin enclosure or if enclosure or if he's in kind of in a in a centrally a a square one Mm -hmm. but that's not an option and at one point i kind of need 
need to put a five enclosure in. And the way my map was laid out, it's like, well, tough darts, kiddo. You can't put a five in. You have to build your way over to this corner and to get in order to get a five in, which would have been a big animal for me. But the game ran out before I was able to get across to that because you can only do so many build cards. You only do so many builds, and the card goes back down to the one slot. Then you got to build it back up, and it's just, it's. I'm just. I, I'm just looking at the map, and I'm saying, okay, so that nothing there has the word zoo. I don't think they even wrote the word zoo on the card to at least give you that level of push. And then on top of that, your cards are just this mishmash of animal. Okay, i got a golden eagle, I've got an anaconda, and I've got a koala bear. Boy, I'll tell you what, that's that's a trip you're going to take the kids to. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's just, it's just, just this odd set of misfit toys all stuffed in the same box and i'm just i'm just trying to figure out it's 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 like they had a you know they had a pile of mechanics and they said okay what can we squeeze this into and when i read my notes after reading eric twice just did a review on this game i went back and i read my notes after i played i think the second time i wrote it up and you know i kind of jokingly said you know some games have a theme that's pasted on this one sort of seems like they only stapled it. I mean, it's just it's there's it's there's nothing there that unifies the pieces. Mm-hmm. It's just yeah, a whole I think that's bunch fair. of mechanics going in different directions, and they and they just didn't pull it together. Yeah. And and there's a, there's a whole breed of gamer that that wants the burn. They want the complexity. They want those rules, bits and pieces. They want a thousand rules. They want every card to have a different thing, and they want to pull those pieces together. You know what? God bless you. Take Arc Nova. Have a great time with it. There is nothing memorable from that large scale picture you step six feet away from this game and it just looks like a pile of pieces sitting on the table Mm -hmm. there's Mm -hmm. nothing there that tells you what it is yeah and it doesn't even have like like i was sitting there like thinking about okay should i take a picture of it now and it's like what am i actually taking a picture of exactly like cards on a board yeah you know like there's games that look pretty on the table like like Thebes looked pretty on the table. Sure did. And, you know, all it was was a bunch of meeple. Well, I say a bunch of meeples. It was a, a, a meeple, a person, and then some cards, yeah. But then those bags and the tokens and the, the tokens in the bags, I mean, it it was a pretty, it was it was very pretty the way it was set up. Yeah. And thematic is all get out. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's a shame because Arc Nova has mechanics that I enjoy. Yeah. Like, like the fact all that. Well, yeah, I mean, <laughs> not all of them, but most of them. But like the the upgrade system, mm-hmm. right? Where you had to actually pick and choose. Okay, I can't get all of the upgrades. Mm. What am I going to get? Mm-hmm. I liked that. Yeah, I, I enjoy that sort of thing because it was a hard choice. Yeah, and from a mechanical perspective, to say what's important for me right now and what am I limiting myself to. And so, all right, I will point out one bit of strategy that. I could have taken into account when I first got the board that I was given, I should have looked at it and really assessed the situation on the board because what ended up happening for me is I focused on getting research assistance and not taking card upgrades on the main board because you get like your choice between a research assistant and a card upgrade um, on the conservation track, but I had enough research assistant cards or spaces on my board. I got to the point where I had an extra research research assistant that I couldn't use because the research I'd already assistants are the little people, the little meeples, the okay. lazy cars. Yeah, I don't. 
Remember, I don't think the, the association markers. Yeah, yeah, the associates. Yeah, whatever they're called. Um, the research assistants are from uh, Thebes. Sorry. Yeah. So, like, I had one that I could have upgraded into, but I had already upgraded into all of them, so it would have been a dead spot for me. Had I planned better, I would have had all of those guys plus an extra upgraded card. So yeah. that was that was my big strategy blunder. Yeah, you mm. still won. So. Yeah, well, I'm just saying, like, there's well, your strategic and, and depth. And part of that is, you know, there's cards that give you those upgrades. There's cards that give you those upgrades. Those yeah, upgrades, you know. There's, there's one card that gives you a research person or a, an association, whatever, yeah. whatever it's called. And there's one card that gives you uh, a card upgrade and a 230 or 250 card. I think there's more. Depth. I had I had one that <laughs> gave another another association. I mean, piece. you cannot count but that as an option. It's like how yeah, do I it's, how do it's I upgrade this? On the board. Oh, there's a card. There's a card. Well, that's, that's more what I'm pointing and, and, out. And every, is, every time I play this, I'm looking at, okay, so what is the thing that allows me to upgrade one of my cards that I've missed? Somewhere on this board, there's one of them. And somebody finds, oh, it's over here. It's yeah. Like, okay. Well, so that's that's what I'm it. pointing out is yeah. those cards exist. They exist. But you have no own. way to tell when they're going to come up. Yeah, or, right. if or, or if they come up. Or if they come up. Because even if they end up in the carousel, frankly, there's not really an exciting way to, to fight the other players for control of it. Yeah. It's just... Whoever's turn it is gets to pull it off the carousel unless they can't, in which case it goes yeah, to the next person. Yeah. 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 I mean, just to kind of go back even again, so, like, we barely made it through half of the deck, and I feel like we, like, really were burning through cards there. I felt, yeah, I, I was surprised at how many cards were left in the deck. Yeah. And we've played four times, and we were seeing cards that we'd never seen before. Yeah. I mean, which some people would consider a strength. Yeah. But uh, frankly, if I've played a game four times, I feel like I should be familiar with the cards. Mm -hmm. Um, And I'm not. Yeah. Because you just don't see them. Which, again, like some people are, oh, replayability, because you're discovering something new every time. Well, that's great, but... Yeah, but I think a large if it's not impactful, it's not cohesive. It it's not cohesive, yeah. and frankly, for myself and a lot of people, the enjoyment of playing a game multiple times is getting better at it. Yeah, um, and that's not to say you can't do that. I just for I Arc just, Nova, I but the, no. In fact, if anything, I get the feeling there there is an optimal way to play this, and that's mm-hmm. why I think people tell you, oh, you got to play it fifteen or twenty times before you really get it. And what the, what that means is the game is training you on the proper way to play it. And, um, you know, you can argue, well, there's a whole lot of complexity and you have to manage all that complexity. But I, I, I just... Yeah, but, I, you know, so complexity doesn't equal fiddliness. And I feel like... It, complexity is almost the wrong word. <clears throat> I mean, it is complex in its way. And it's not near as bad as some games where every action you take you have to reference the rule book for. Yeah, like I what just, was it? Posthuman we were playing, and oh, it was like posthuman. Every time we tried to do something, it's like I gotta look at the well, rule don't, book. Don't 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 confuse poorly written yeah, this, rules this with poorly too. designed true. games. So I, I would mean, say, Arc Nova does. I don't know that Arc Nova has a lot of depth. Mm-hmm. It there's has a, a lot of cards. It has a lot of moving parts. I don't know that there's much depth. Yeah, you know. I mean, you like, could almost. If you wanted to program in all 200 and whatever cards, you could almost, like, program in a matrix. Like, 
do yeah. this card over this card, and you just look if at you, look if at then what, you could almost. Yeah. I, I mean, I'm, you, I'm you could that, you could almost you could no you could you could probably come up with something that wouldn't do terribly. Right? Look at the cards in your four and five slot. Um, mm. If you have an animal in your hand, you can play and in a closure open play that. If not, whatever you could probably do that. It'd be an endeavor, but yeah, you know who would want to, right? I'm sure somebody's working on it. <laughs> <laughs> I guess that's what AIs for the computer program on Steam will be, right? Yeah, somebody else can do that. I mean, AI is a bit generous, but yeah, yeah, yeah. I th- I, I just think there's a certain amount of a of a plinko machine going on here, where the, you know the, the balls are going to bounce down that machine the way they're going to bounce down, and and you're just you're going to get. You know, you're going to get the cards that are dealt you. You're going to get the opportunities that are dealt you. And, um, um, you know, people are telling me I you need to get 15 plays in. And I'm like, well, you know, how many times do I play a three-hour game that I'm just not finding a whole lot of Right. I don't want to play this 15 times. Yeah. Like, if you guys told me, Samuel, we're going to play this 10 more times. The next 10 weeks we're playing Ark Nova. Yeah. You're going to sit it out. I'd probably sit it out. I'd be like, all right, cool. I oh, guess um, let me know when I'm you're not. I'm sorry. Uh, my wife says that we've got dinner plans that week. Um, and the week after. And the week, and the week after, after that. Yeah. And then, and then you know, we got to take the dog to the groomer. It's, it's and, not you. It's me. <laughs> right. I just, I, like we said at the beginning, I enjoyed playing it for most of the time. Like seventy five percent of the time, I was enjoying myself. Yeah, I, I, I but think then, it was done long before you were. Yeah, well, but then it, it definitely tapered off, and I was like, okay, well, I, I like finishing a long game and looking at the board and going, ah, yes, I can see what I accomplished. I can see what I what I should have done this better. This is me. These are mine. And yeah. and. Ark yeah, Nova like, doesn't give you that sense. When you play an eight-hour game of Civilization, you can look at the map and be like, wow. It tells I, a story. Yeah. You know, you remember when you tried to it like, tells a story. have you know, a stronghold in China? Yeah, and know I just, where I made the mistake yeah. when I turned that corner. And, 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 and this is like you look, at, you look at the map and you look at the stuff in front of you and you're like, well, that's what got dealt me. So that's, that's what I got yeah. because that's what got dealt me. I mean, I got so, a lot of great pri- – um, Predators. Predators, thank you. I got a lot of great Predators, and they all worked really well together. But, you know, like, I wasn't like, all right, great, it's a lion. Like, you know, I like giraffes. I wanted, like, I always want the giraffe, or I want turtles. Like, those are the types of animals that speak to me. And if they ever crossed my hand, they would have gone in my zoo. That's just how it is. But it's like, no, you you get a raccoon. Okay. <laughs> I mean, John got the Okapi, and he wasn't even excited about it. But the raccoon's a predator, so, I mean, I guess I should play him because he keys off the other predators that I have. Yeah. And, I mean, I can see why that, like, the appeal there is, oh, there's so many different animals. Each animal's a different card. But, as a result, there's not many animals that feel special to get and play. Yeah. I mean, they all kind of have, like, the Predators have their pack, and then the herbivores have their herding, yeah. and snakes have their attacks, and blah, blah, blah. Yeah, but they're blah. not herding with anybody. They're not. And, you know, it's a zoo, right? 
where are the baby animals? Where's the trading with other players because you have because you can breed animals and they can't, or the two of you have to work together? Oh, don't it's, don't add more complexity to this, John. No, no more mechanics. But John. you strip out oh, so much in order to get that. Well, kind basically, of basically, what you're saying is, wouldn't it be cool to make a board game? They're like there. based no, around a zoo with a zoo theme. That's what you're saying. You're saying the zoo theme is cool. There's plenty of zoo games out there. It's not just Zoo Loretta. Was it Alfredo Zoo or something? There's mm-hmm. another. There's somebody that's got a zoo. There's a. There's one where you actually, um, um, uh, you, you you put in the sidewalks and the and the and the and the, and the park benches and that sort of thing. I'm trying to. Oh, Zulo Mio is out there. There's mm-hmm. a, there's there's a bunch of zoo games that, granted, are far simpler. But at the end, you have a zoo, mm-hmm. and you have a story to tell, and I, I, I think Arc Nova is a game in search of a story. Yeah. I just don't think it pulls those well, that's pieces a good, together. That's a, that's a good line. Yeah, there's no, there's no narrative. It's a game in yep. search of a story. There's not even a, a story you can build from players competing for things, yeah. because pretty much everything, if I didn't get it this round, I'll just get it next round. And if I don't, I and if I don't look at the board yep, well, and see what I can get. Yep. And you know, I was th- I I was talking about how bland the the zoo tiles are. If you were able to like put all the zoo tiles together in such a way that you got them like right up next to each other, you wouldn't be able to determine what each what size each of those tiles are because yeah. they all mm-hmm. have the exact yeah. same art. Yeah, right. Yeah. The art there's, is not inspiring at all. Like at least. So a game like uh, Agricola, like, okay, you've got rooms in your house. Okay, great. And they're brown or orange or gray. But each one has these tiny details that make them, into, like, that give them charm and give them a little bit of individuality. And it's like just yeah. a little bit of artistic touch like that could have made... Yeah. The end result. And there's there is there is no charm in Arc Nova. The charm is the charm is in the cards. But once you play the cards down, you're stacking them on top of each other so all you can see yeah. is the symbols. Yeah, you lose the art. So you're and frankly the art, the art at times is not terribly Is it charming. art? Yeah. I thought it was just pictures of it's, animals. It's, it's, it's photography. Yeah. Yeah. It's, right. it's, I mean, like, it's, it's cool to it's see it's all the animals. It's open domain photos off yeah. of the internet. But I mean, that's fine. Like, like, they're nice the, the main asset of the game, which is the photos of the animals, you're essentially covering up because the game only wants you to look at... Right, the rules part. The right. little technicality. They only want you to look at the the symbols at the top like there aren't even enough cards that have abilities that you need to have the full card available to see yeah Mm. and frankly that's that's the the shame of it all right is the appeal to arc nova is the animals and and cover them up in the grand scheme of things the animals aren't that important yeah because they're washed away in all of the other mechanics See, at least in Terraforming Mars, the action... Uh, so it's just the action cards in Terraforming Mars, but at least the action cards in Terraforming Mars, you leave them uncovered so you can see what they do. And frankly, in Terraforming Mars, the cards aren't the star of the show. Yeah. The star of the show is the theme that of... That center board. You've got the center right. board, you're Terraforming Mars, you can the see oxygen. the tracks moving, and, and, and the hexes, that feels... The hexes make sense on a planet's surface mm-hmm. and when you have a couple of city tiles surrounded forest, by vegetation you can see it it that paints a picture mm-hmm. the hexes in arc nova 
are just counter to how your brain thinks about the way they're a just, zoo would be laid out. They're just a secondary cost to play animals. Yes. yes. That's all yeah, they yeah. are. That's, yep. I think that's the thing is Ark Nova doesn't have a big star to, to focus on. Yeah. Right? It doesn't have a good theme. None of the mechanics are particularly stand out. I mean, they're most all important. great mechanics. Like but if you took all... like two or three of them and made a game about that incorporated two or three of them, like any two or three of them, I think you would have a good game developed properly, of course. But throwing, what, six, seven I mean, different mechanics, they're all mechanisms side dishes. together? Yeah. They're all side dishes. There's no there's no main <laughs> course, so to speak. It's like, it's like going and, and picking off a char- uh, charcuterie board. Yeah. Charcuterie board. Yeah. It's not, none of them are bad on their own, but mm. there, there's nothing to tie them together. Yeah. I don't know. So, um, let's just say you're, you're on your BGG account and it says, Mm -hmm. Hey, uh, you need to rate Ark Nova. John, what Mm. kind of a rating are you going to give Ark Nova? Mm. You know, I may have already done this. I I, I didn't look. I just, I just read my notes. I didn't look. I, it's, um, it, it is crawling and diving at the end to maybe hit a seven okay so maybe a seven samuel what do you got uh you don't have you don't you're not very active on bgg you need to no you need to become active on bgg and and actually rate the games but let's pretend like you keep up with your board game geek uh account and you rate the games as we play them what would you give arc nova um i think i would give it a strong seven Okay, strong seven. A strong seven, yeah. With the caveat being that you know, I I play games to figure out how good they are, mm-hmm. and once I figured out the good ones, I don't want to play a seven. Okay, right? Yeah, I get you. Yeah. So um, I do keep up with my board game geek account. Um, I log all my plays, um, and like I said, I've I use bg uh bg stats so that we can kind of see who wins and who doesn't so my minus 30 score your minus 30 score is logged it's permanently recorded immortalized immortalized yes um so i will be uh logging into board game geek tomorrow because it is um like midnight almost midnight um and you know there's things that i love about arc nova but then there are things that I'm really mad about, and that's just like how the whole package comes together. So, at most, at most, I think this one could get a seven from me. So that's probably what I'll put. Fair enough. Fair enough. Can't argue with that. I'm glad that we were able to play this together and have a time. Uh, maybe a good time, like. 30 to 40 maybe an hour worth of the three hour span but <laughs> um i got a copy of arc nova for trade if anyone wants it just hit me up yeah i think i'm ready to close the door on the arc nova chapter of my life yeah i mean it was you know for what it was i i enjoyed it i'm glad it came and you know, I'll be glad that it goes somewhere where it'll be appreciated. And I hope somebody takes the concepts here and makes a a good game. I wasn't going to say it, but you know, all right, so I'm, I'm going to I'm going to back up just one second. So, there is going to be an expansion and Ugh. obviously, and you know, we're going to add more cards to it. Huzzah. 
but Woo, just what it needed you know there's a way to add cards to a game and there's a way to not do it and i hope they do it the way that makes the game better i mean take um take wingspan for example it's another big deck game. And do we have to take Wingspan as an example? We do have to take Wingspan as an ex- You've only played it with the base set. And I get that you're not like super thrilled with it, but the all the expansions, they all add more cards, but the first expansion like addresses that issue and is like, all right, great, we're giving you more cards, but you get to look at more cards at a time. So you still are getting through the deck about the same rate. So while you have more choices, you're not actually like really drawing the game out. I and I appreciate that. Like I don't I've only played it once, but I didn't feel like it added so much to the game that it slowed it down like a lot of expansions do. And I really hope that they get it right with Arc Nova f- for somebody else. Well, Never. some people seem to enjoy it, so God bless them. People will enjoy anything well that was arc nova that was arc nova (laughs) thank you for joining us Uh. john sam and i thank you for joining us in this conversation about arc nova you can join us in conversation by visiting our website sellergames.com where you can find links to our social media and discord server we also have a blog and guild on board game geek and we look forward to hearing from you